welcome to the Money Orchard Podcast. Investors have a problem. You don't want to lose money. You don't want to run out of money. You want your money to grow and you want a future free from financial worry. There are thousands of complex investments. Most of them fail. It's extremely difficult to know what will succeed. That's why Dennis turned financial language into a story that will change how you invest. You will see the financial world as clear as an in-focus photograph. It turns investment information into real financial knowledge that works. Hello and welcome to the Money Orchard with Dennis Zadaraka. Today, you know what? We were gonna we were planning on doing a different podcast. However, the last podcast that we had, and if you haven't heard it, you got to go back and listen to it. Dennis posed a question to me, and it was, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? And that conversation was was pretty fascinating to me. I learned a lot, and we're actually going to be continuing that conversation in this in this podcast. Um, if you haven't heard the last one, that's okay. It's, you don't have to hear that one to hear this one, but it will be helpful to go back and listen to it. So without further ado, Dennis, good morning. How are you? Very good. All right. Fantastic. Uh, I'm excited to continue the conversation from last time. You posed a question. Uh, you taught me a thing or two about what I was doing wrong on the last podcast. So I would like to continue that today. What are we going to be talking about today specifically? Okay. The goal was, what would you do if you had a million dollars? Well, if you don't, I mean, maybe you got a little bit now it started, but you know, you, you want to get to there is my goal is really just how, how can I help you get to that million dollars? Mm-hmm. And it's not just the million dollars, but I want to get you to the point where the million dollars is creating sixty to $80,000 income for you every year. It's the income that we're going for. It's not the million dollars, but the million dollars is kind of a nice number to how we can create the income we want. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to say, hey, I'd like to have a million dollars. Hey, you know, let's do this as a goal. But more importantly now, what can we do to get there? Some practice, some, we're going to have lots of practical steps. So how can I get to that point? All right. So I would, the other way I would put it is how to, how to stop the money drains in your life. Okay, so you you just said how to stop the money drains in your life. That is a fantastic topic, fantastic question. How do you stop the money drains in your life, Dennis? Okay, okay. last time we talked about if if I could find money that you don't even know you're losing, would you use some of that to invest to build your million dollars? Absolutely. And yet that was was a firm yes because, again, I didn't know I was losing it, so it's money I didn't necessarily had and have. And if I was disciplined enough, <laughs> that's the key, right? If I was disciplined enough, yes, I would, I would want to use that to continue to build toward that million dollars. Okay. Now, last week, and I do this, is here's what I call the three blood-sucking leeches that drain, you drain your money. <laughs> All so, right. <laughs> so one of last time we talked about income taxes and how with combination of federal, state, Social Security, Medicare taxes, and, and in the lowest tax bracket, which is you know twelve and a half percent for income, you are giving up twenty four percent of your income that you make. Mm-hmm. So, what are some ways we can? You know, so, we're going to you know that's one of the ways in some we do. The second one, and we talked about also was property taxes, and how how uh, I actually moved from a state where they're extremely high to a state that it's one tenth of what I was paying before. 
The next one, and this is, this covers for everybody, is interest payments on debt. And I, whether it's college loans, uh, car loans, you know, a home mortgage, what's a different kind of debt, which is that that's the wise use of debt. And then, uh, you know, and, and just all kinds of debt that you would, you know, that the interest that you would pay in debt. So I'm going to take our car loan of $25,000, and that's that's kind of just an average car now, which is surprising. But average car loan, it's say four, four or five percent per year for 60 months is, pay, is a payment of $500 a month. Over the, that five years, you're going to actually pay pay in thirty thousand dollars, not twenty five. So it's going to cost you five thousand dollars of interest. Now I know that you might say, "Yeah, but the, you know the dealer down there is saying zero percent financing." Mm-hmm. Now here's a valuable tip: if you see zero percent financing, that means they have extra money that they could take off the the price of that car. So in other words, if they're paying for the financing, that's five thousand dollars more. It's in the it's in in the in the in play to say okay tell you what if I just buy the car for cash I want you to give me the five thousand dollars you are going to pay an in interest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that would be you know that's an, just a it, it's a little trick to know it's like it's not it, you're still paying five percent it's just they're taking you're paying it up up front in the price of the car yeah but let's say that's a thousand dollars a year you're paying an in interest is what it basically figures out to be. And if you buy a car every year and you're going to have a car every year for probably the next 50, 60 years, that wine comes up to be over $600,000. A $1,000 a year times 60 years is $600,000. So that, that's one place. Okay, here's, now we got, I'm not going to get into details how we move this around and make this work, but, but that gives you, the, here's, here's one of the money drains in terms of the car. Now, credit card debt, figure that. Let's say you have a $5,000 credit card debt, which is pretty, Pretty average, you know, for most people have, you know, use credit cards and have have some kind of debt on that. And if you paid $100 a month, it would take you 100 months to pay it off. 100 months? So the, 100 months, if you paid $100 a month. Wow. Now, most people just don't keep paying $100 a month. They charge some more stuff on it. So, I mean, I mean the balance. But let's just say you, you paid it off. The interest cost would be $4,985. So, in other words, you spent five. But you're not going to pay out ten just to pay off pay off the five and pay the interest. Wow! Yeah. So actually, whatever you did, the double the cost. <laughs> you want some more? Yeah, this is very positive, Dennis. <laughs> but I mean, this is real life, though. I mean, that, that's that's the whole thing is that this is real life. And you know, I will say on a on a quick side note, don't want to derail this, but with the credit card companies they are actually allowed to change the interest rate on you with i think they have to just give you 30 days notice in writing or something and and of course they mail that to you and we all get so many credit card things in the mail do we read every one of them probably not or at least i don't i'll be honest i i don't but it doesn't mean if you start off at you know a a card that you're like wow this is only 9% interest or this is only 12% interest you know which is still really high this is not a bad card. All of a sudden it may have, it may change to 18 or 19. That actually happened to somebody in my life that they had multiple credit cards during 08, 09 that all of a sudden their interest rates changed and they got into a world of hurt because of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's no, not a good no, thing. Let's, let's get, let's, let's get into the credit card. So you go to the store and I don't care what I could name a whole bunch of them, but let's you go to the store and you, you know, you're paying for the merchandise and let's say you're using your debit card or you're pulling out some cash. Mm-hmm. What's the question? First question they ask you, 
Would you like to open a store credit card? Exactly. And we'll give you a 10% discount of everything you buy today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I've actually seen stores where we'll give you this Coke and a candy bar for, for filling out the application and, and submitting it and getting and being approved. <laughs> Really? I'd rather have 10% off, but yeah, I'd rather have the 10% <laughs> no, yeah, off. Too, okay, still. you you buy something on Amazon and you open up the Amazon credit card. What do they give you? $50. Yeah, I think it was yeah, 50 bucks. I was just on Cyber Monday. 50, I did 50, that. 50 bucks. Well, it's, uh, it's every day. <laughs> well, no, but I mean I saw it on Cyber Monday. I didn't sign up for it, but yeah, I, I definitely saw it then. This item okay. could only cost you, you know, $4 off this, you know, $54 purchase or whatever. Exactly. So it, they all do it. Now, why? Okay. Now, why is that? And I'll give you the answer without making you, putting you on the spot. Because they know with a credit card, you will spend 30% more than you would if you didn't have the credit card. Wow. Well, I did not know that statistic. I just knew that once they had you, they had you. That was my answer. <laughs> That's why they offer you the freebies. Huh? Well, because they also know that you're going to buy more because you've got the card. Yeah. And so again, that's that's a money drain and it's it's one that that you there's lots you know, the taxes that get done to us by the other people. This is one we're doing to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's it doesn't and it doesn't mean that you should, I mean I'm not going to kind of like my my dad is like you should never, you know, always pay cash. I'm not going to go down that road cuz I don't I don't think that's in the, the modern world and it's realistic. But you should be aware that how big a drain this is on your money, and that I think uh, in a lot of and I'm not gonna, I don't because there's a wide audience here is everybody's got a different n- number, but for most people the money that you pour down the the interest, credit card, car loan, you know, sinkhole or you know I call it the the the, the blood sucking leeches. Mm-hmm. That you could get to you, you will get to the million dollars, but it's not going to be yours. It's going to be the other guys. Yeah, that's true. And, I, and look, now you now you know why you get those credit card applications every single week. Mm-hmm. At least one, at least one, maybe two. Oh yeah, multiple, multiple. Yep. <laughs> and so, so it's just it's it, there's so many little ways to just a few bucks here, a few bucks there. My wife and I laugh. You see the information infomercials on TV, and it's always what's the price? Always nineteen ninety nine. Yes. <laughs> what yeah. is there? because somehow nineteen ninety nine does not seem like a lot of money until you do it about a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I just saw an infomercial the other day that it was four easy payments of thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. But wait, Dennis, if you act now, <laughs> we'll knock off a whole payment. So that brings the price down to exactly $99.99, right? So there's always this, this gimmick that's just... Now, here, uh, and now here's the other, you're, you're tapping into one other thing. 90% of purchases on a retail level are impulse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna, now and I, okay, let's get, let's get historical. When you get to be a 40, let's say you've lived in your house, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, and all of a sudden now you're going to move because you you like the little bit bigger house. And then you got to pack all that stuff up and you look around and say, man, I spent a lot of money on this stuff. I wish I had the money. Yeah. (laughs) Because now I got to either give it away, throw it away, or sell it at a garage sale. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have a... 
call it slippage, whatever you want to, however we want to describe it. That's one of the ways to find money we don't lose. Like, you know, just, I don't, you know, maybe I really don't need this after all. So let me, let me give you a, a, a tip or a trick or a way of thinking about this to change spending, spending behavior so that you're spending, you know, the million dollars you're building up is for your person, not for the other, you know, for the bank or for mm-hmm. the credit card company. So I want to talk about, talk about this in terms of when you're working, you are exchanging your time for money. Now, in one sense, it's not just your time. You're expending your life energy, your talent, mm-hmm. your skills, your knowledge. You've only got so much time in any one day, any one week, or in, in your whole life. So you're exchanging some of your time for, for money. So when you go into the, you know, wherever, where you are, it's like, I want to I buy this or get this. I mean, I have to stop and think, say, am I willing to exchange th- three hours of my work life for this? Mm, and when you th- when you th- when by thinking at that looking at it in that way, it's like you know it's not worth three hours. I don't want to work that hard to get this thing. It's not worth it. So it it kind of changes your perspective of, of you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So thinking about it in a different way or or a different example, let's say you have a twenty thousand dollar car that you're looking at and you make twenty bucks an hour. Are you willing to spend a thousand hours? a thousand hours working just to have that specific automobile, or is there something else that you could get that would be sufficient, uh, but maybe half the price. Eric, I'm going to have to get a rubber hose and start beating you. <laughs> now what? Dennis? When you, you, it's not a thousand hours. Cause when you work the thousand hours, what did we just learn? Oh, I'm 24% not, I'm, of that yeah, money I mean, disappears in taxes. Oh, okay. You've got to work about 1500 hours. Uh, okay. So 1500 and I didn't take the interest on the car into account. And I'm forgetting. Uh, no, I forget the, forget the interest. This is so you know, no interest, no tax, no anything. 20,000, 20, a thousand hours or 20 bucks an hour. You got to pay the taxes. Yeah. Uh, so you got to make, make enough money to make an, another, what was it? Another, uh, you got to make another $5,000. So there's, yep. How many more hours? A lot. Too many. I a mean, lot. yeah. yeah. Uh, that's 200 and yeah. 250 more hours. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're long way away. I know. I know. <laughs> if you and I are podcasting in the same room, I just, I know that things would be thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd be fine with because I deserve it. Well, wow. and I give you. Let me give you an example. And this is this is you know. And I'm going to just pull something out of the air. So everybody does. Whether you go to Starbucks or where they go to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, which you know, which is your favorite coffee place to go to? You know, the your beverage store of choice. Uh, there are also some adult beverage places. But think, okay, let's say it's five bucks for a frappuccino or for my. A caramel macchiato, or you know, mm-hmm, whatever I'm, whatever your drink is, it's yeah. five bucks. And you're, we'll use your thing as you're making twenty bucks an hour. Yep. Or some cases you're making fifteen bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. But, but are you willing to work fifteen minutes to get this coffee? Yeah. yeah. No, I think I'll go home and make one for a nickel or a dime. Yeah. Yeah. No oh, kidding. So. It's a great. I mean, it's a great way to think about it. And it's it's something that. How long did you have to? Kind of practice that, Dennis, to to make that part of your routine. Is when you when you started to look to things every day. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm as like just anybody else. As I see something, I want it. I want it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like 
hey, that's no, it's human behavior. It's like, hey, I want that. And and so at some point, it's like, yeah, I mean, I have to, have to. Well, you know, let me give you an example of this. If some people came in, and they were tremendously in debt. I mean, just buried. And so they had their budget and how, what, everything that cost them, what they're going to do. And so I'm just looking at this like, look, I'm pretty good at math. It's like, there is no way for your income and your expenses and your interest payments on this. They were virtually just covering the interest payments. Mm. And I said, the only way, I mean, I, I hate hate to give this, because I'm not, not a lawyer and I, this is not a recommendation, but the only way I can see out of this hole is you've got to declare bankruptcy. And the answer was, we already did that. Oh, no. And then they dug the hole again. So I'm going wow. through this, and this is like, you know, you've got this. I mean, you don't need, you know, you know I mean, you're going to have to cut out cable. You're going to have to, you know, go through some of the stuff. We're trying to help them where they're going. And they were giving a lot of money charitably. And I said, you know, <laughs> you don't have enough money to give charitably. you got to stop doing this. And and so anyway, go through a bunch of things is what they, you know, where they could, you know, cut back and begin to get out of this hole. And then the, the wife got incredibly just angry at me. Says, "You should be telling us what to do. You can't tell us what to do. It's our life. It's our meaning. Our none of your business." And I go, "He says, I, I, I agree with you. I'm not going. I'm not telling you what you to spend your money on. What I'm trying to point out to you, you're bleeding to death, and you're yeah. going to die unless you stop it." Yeah. yeah. I said, "Now, if you want, if you want four things, they all cost ten dollars, but you only got ten dollars." You got to say no to three things. I'm not going to tell you which one of the f- things to say no to. Yeah, that's your business. You're right. I'm just trying to point out that you got to say no three times. Yeah. What's the most and what's the most important thing to you? Yeah. So that, that's a you know real life example. I mean, a re- very extreme, but to to some degree, I would mean, look. I'm not being. I mean, I don't want to be judgmental, exactly or critical, but. I do the same thing. I buy stuff I don't need. Mm-hmm. Look, look backwards, say, "Oh crap! I wish you know, don't <laughs> what to do that for." Yeah. No, yep. I I do it. I do it less than less than I did when I was younger. Well, here's the thing, Dennis, is that you said on the last podcast you said, "Why don't they have a class in school?" They needed to have a class in school about how to really utilize money and and all the things that you're teaching me and teaching the audience on this podcast. Those are the things that should have been taught in class. When you were saying that, the thing that was running through my my brain is something you mentioned earlier on this podcast. What they needed to do was also teach a class on self-control and impulse control because the emotional decisions we make, the impulsive decisions we make lead to terrible things. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm really glad I'm not in the room with you now because my wife and I decided on a budget of what we were going to do to purchase a new van looked at some options, a, a minivan back when my kids were younger. Dennis, we ended up leasing a minivan, a, a brand new minivan. And, and you'll love the year of this minivan. Uh, it was brand new in 2008. <laughs> so not only did we lease at the worst possible time in history uh, of my history, at least um, we leased a minivan for $640 a month because Dennis had had three TVs in it. And the chairs would swivel around. There was a table in the middle that we could all eat in the van, which you, you, you talked about looking back. How often do you sit there and think it would be really nice to sit on the side of the road and eat in my car <laughs> as a, <laughs> as a family, let's, let's all get in the back of the van, turn this into a little dinette table and sit there and eat. And 
No, it was un- unbelievably stupid that we walked out. Our budget, honestly, at that point was we were we said, well, we'll, we'll spend up to four hundred dollars a month in in a car payment, which was still don't beat me up for that. I know that that's wrong too, but we leased a minivan. Oh, it was just a horrible decision. I regret it every day that I think about it. And and uh, but yeah, we all make those mistakes. Some of us make more severe ones, but. But yeah. but see here, here but here's the thing here like we all do it. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't I mean yours might be a minivan, yours somebody else might be a motorcycle, somebody else might be a boat. You know, you know, somebody people might be a trip to Europe. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it you know that's the past. You can't. But th- the good thing is, can you learn from it? And it's like you know. Oh yeah. It's like it's like I mean I can give you examples like I remember I hit about four somewhere around forty two between forty 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 five I don't remember the exact age. But I remember looking back and says, you know, I've been working for 25, let's say 25 years. You know, then I, I made a lot of money <laughs> in this time. And I thought, it's like, where is it all? Mm-hmm. I had a little, you know, I had savings and some investments in that, but I didn't have close to what I would think, you know, that I would, I would now tell myself I should have. But you learn from that and say, okay, look, I got another 25, 30 years. I mean, if your life expectancy is 86, and I will get into that a little bit, but let's say it's 86 at 40, I still got 40 years. Yeah. So let's, let's, I don't want to look back on 25 years later and go, what did you, what you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> why, did you, oh, <laughs> why didn't you do something different? So that, that's, that's one. So it's, it's, it's really a matter of knowing that we do it, knowing that, look, when you're in that dealer and you, they, you know, they sit you in the car and you want to like, would you like to take a test drive and they show you the leather seats and the, the you know, all the, all the stuff. It's like, it's cool. It yeah. feels good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and so it's like a major league pitcher going down to little league and pitching. <laughs> He's going to strike you out every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, that that that's one. Now, let, let me let me pick something more simple, because I and what what I try to tell people is like, look, it'd be nice to save you know a thousand dollars a month or whatever you know. Pick a big number. I would rather you start at twenty five dollars a month, because I bet you you know I ask you this question: Do you think you waste twenty five bucks a month easily? <laughs> How about twenty five bucks a week? Uh, yeah, it's getting closer. If you okay. say day, I'm going to say no, but <laughs> no, no, but, but because you didn't, you don't go to the store every day. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. That's true. But, but, but so, so I'd rather you start small and just do this now. And I'm going to give you an example. What I learned, I learned it from, I learned a lot of the stuff I know from, you know, talking to other people. So I'd ask people who have, you know, achieved some success in getting to, to, closer to whatever the, the million dollars that they needed. Uh, so I asked them, how did, how did you do this? And they basically said, we decided how much money we needed for retirement, and we just set that aside. And then, you know, which turned out to be, they saved about 10% of their income. And then whatever we had left, we spent. Because here's what I tell you basically what I've learned in, you know, in almost 40 years of being a financial planner. Budgets don't work. Because budgets are logical. They're mathematical. Yep. You spend your money emotionally. True. And so they don't work. So what these people did is said they made their emotional decision. I want to have my million dollars in retirement. I need to have sixty thousand dollars a year for income. What do we got to save every year, every you know, every paycheck to get there, step by step? And then whatever's left, let's not argue about it. We're going to spend it. Mm. 
All right, Dennis, we are getting low on time. I, I mean, this has been another wonderful conversation. I appreciate you going easy on me with the rubber hose thing and, uh, <laughs> or at least not being able to reach me. Uh, what, is there anything else we need to cover in this podcast today before we wrap up? I would like to give you a more simple way to do this in terms of what we do. How can we save a little bit of money? All right. And one is, is Americans love to eat out, all sorts of good places to go. Mm-hmm. It's a form of entertainment and nourishment, but as much entertainment as nourishment. And, like, and I remember calculating one time how much I spent at restaurants, and all of a sudden it's like, I mean, I'm, this is where I, it was like 500 bucks a month. Wow. Wow. Now you can go to, okay, but think of this way. You go to McDonald's, Buffalo Wild Wings, or, you know, P.F. Chang's, or whatever your favorite place is, is it's pretty hard to walk out of there without a 40 50 $60 bill. Mm-hmm. Very true. And if you start drinking, you know, Coke, Coca-Cola, or you drink, a, you know, a beer or wine or whatever, all of a sudden it's easy to get. Up. So let's just say 50 50 bucks. And then after the dinner, what do they come up and say is, you know, would you like dessert? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm already too full already, but you know, for we they pop for every eight to ten dollar dessert. So it's really it's cutting back a little bit. It means okay, you know, if you spend fifty dollars a time and you eat out two, you know, two times a week, which is kind of average. You know, when you think of lunch and dinner and you know weekends and so on. So it's maybe just can I cut out one time going out to dinner or lunch a week, and that's fifty bucks a week. That's true. And so it's just a matter of, it's like, I, I mean, it's important. I want to have this. I want to have this orchard, and I can I, I can commit, you know, my, I mean, I'm, I'm going to speak through this. I'm going to put away the 50 bucks. I'm not going to have it. And therefore, you know, then we're going to be saving it. And then we still can go out to eat and do the things we like to do. But we also took care of this other this other important thing for me. Yeah, Absolutely. Over these last two podcasts, Dennis, you, you've really given, an, again, a lot of insight, a lot of ways to start on a better path and, and a better, you know, making better habits, also avoiding, you know, the leeches that you were talking about. Uh, if somebody wants to continue this conversation with you or get just more information, I know they can go to your website. Can you give us the website address, please? It's just my name, Dennis Zetaraka.com. All right. And, you and can that find way you'd that- have access to my email and a phone number as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and you can find that a link to that website in the podcast summary. So if you're listening to this on your device in the car, wait till you get home, please. But it'll be in a link in the summary. Go to the summary of the podcast and you can click on there and it'll direct you right over to the website. Dennis, thank you so much uh, for your time today. And uh, this, this podcast and the last podcast as a two-parter were fantastic. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you for listening to the Money Orchard Podcast with Dennis Zadareka. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Dennis comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And if you're married, your significant other needs to hear this with you because this is great information. And as a team, you guys can really start to take control of what you're doing. Because I'll tell you what, if I was single, I'd be completely broke because my wife helps rein me in. On those little little shopping things that I do on Amazon. I like gadgets and stuff. So, yeah, we have conversations about that a lot. Anywho, that's me. How about you? Share this with your friends and family. They'll appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at the Money Orchard, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. 
The money orchard symbolizes the portfolio, which is your money making money. When income from the orchard is the same as the income from your job, you are financially self-reliant. You have income sustainability because of your money orchard. Thank you for listening to the Money Orchard Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. TheMoneyOrchard.org